0: This is Consumer Friend. Hello and welcome to 2024's first episode of the non-award-winning Consumer Friend podcast. My name is Adam Carter, co-founder, CEO, or whatever you want to call it, of Consumer Friend, an organisation dedicated to raising awareness of your rights when purchasing goods, services and digital content. Understanding your rights is key to you getting the best deal and for driving standards up in the UK. We do this through our website consumerfriend.org.uk, these podcasts and on our social media channels. With me is our consumer rights expert, the other half of Consumer Friends, so also the co-founder or CEO or whatever you want to call it, the smallest person in the consumer rights world, open brackets, unverified, Close brackets, Louise Baxter. Happy New Year, Lou. How are you?
1: happy new year um it says i'm supposed to say happy new is the most handsome beautiful human being known to man
0: um that's I correct think that... that was a test for you to see if you were reading the notes i
1: actually read the notes i did read the notes now happy new year and happy new year to all of our wonderful listeners and i hope that everybody had a good christmas how was your christmas ad
0: Oh, it was um, fantastic. I I could talk about the fact that my boiler broke down on the twenty fourth of December, Christmas Eve. My oven broke on the twenty second of December, but we spent most of Christmas away at uh, families. It wasn't our year to host, so we were away. So it wasn't too much of an issue, and it was quite mild over Christmas. So not having any heating was kind of okay for us, but it was a bit. It was ex- more expensive than than annoying to be honest
1: if only you knew someone that could help you to get like a good trader like a plumber to come and fix it for you if only you had access to those sort of advice systems where you could like know what to do in those situations that would be good wouldn't um- it?
0: I mean, I'll be honest with you, I've had the same plumber now for about 10 years. So I just texted him because he said, look, whenever you're back, just pop in and fix my plumber, fix my plumber, fix my plumber, fix my uh, boiler for me, please. <laughs>
1: fix your plumber,
0: no, fix your bad. plumbing.
1: Did you need your plumbing fixed, Heather? That no, that was,
0: no, that one worked fine. <laughs> that was fine. Boxing
1: Day. That was
0: Boxing Day, wasn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I had a great Christmas. It was lovely family. It was nice to have some time off where you're kind of not even not yeah not worried all the cheese oh my word i am the heaviest i have been i weighed myself on january the first i'm the heaviest i have been for about four years
1: i feel like i said to you like a like a jacket potato with a belt on or like a marshmallow flump you know like one of the really long ones but someone's put like tied some dental floss around the middle of it that's what I (laughs) i put clothes on every time i put clothes on i'm like well, these have shrunk. I don't think they've shrunk. I think I've
0: grown. Yeah, yeah. Me and me and Hannah have um, have got a weight loss chart in in the office now, and we're weighing ourselves twice a week, every Monday and Friday, and we're going to go for it. We're trying going to try and lose did as you much lose weight as weight already? possible.
1: It's Friday today did you weigh Com-
0: today? Combined in the first five days, we've lost half a stone.
1: Well done.
0: Three pounds and four pounds.
1: What? Who lost the three? Hannah. Well, she's a girl.
0: Of course, of you course.
1: I, I, I've got, got, I'm, not I've
0: got
1: I'm not weighing myself till February. I'm not doing it.
0: We're not we're not have we're not we're not uh, in competition with each other, because if we were I'd win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like a rake within about three weeks' time if it was a competition. I would. I would. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Uh, so yeah, your Christmas is good, New Year's is good?
1: Uh, yeah, it was, I was with you for most of it, to be honest, weren't we? We could pretend that we weren't, but I was with you for most of it. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I'm. I, it was nice to sit around doing nothing.
0: It was lovely to do that, wasn't it? That's yeah, really nice. it was. That's the best thing about Christmas for me, because I used to work in retail and Christmas was like the worst time of year. And I haven't worked in retail for about five years now. And it's just so nice just to kind of relax a little bit over Christmas. It's like I've deserved – I think I've deserved relaxation over Christmas more than anyone else.
1: Oh, I'm not sure you do, but I'm going to go with – I like watching the Channel 5 films. I watch more films and, like, just, like, everything went out the window. Like, all the routines went out the window. Like, breakfast was, like, one o'clock. You know what I mean? All every, all routines. I, I quite like that where you don't have to think. All you're thinking about yeah. is, what cheese am I eating next? Uh, that's basically it. Yeah, it was nice. It's a bit, a bit, a bit of a shock. I'm about to work, but
0: yeah, but it had to happen. It had to happen. Yeah, it's only, it's only depressing if you let it be depressing. This and I true. am letting it be depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm letting it happen. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay. I'm oh. embracing it. It's okay. It's supposed to be sad. It's fine. <laughs> Quite like right. Okay, what are we, Quite like what January, are we going to talk about? Well. What are we going to, we here, gonna talk about?
1: Right, we're going to talk about consumer rights. Shockingly, so, but we're going to talk about, uh, so things that you've bought at Christmas or things you bought for other people at Christmas, and what your rights are in relation to those things, basically. So Adam obviously is going to kick off with some very exciting stats. It's
0: time for Carter's stats. (laughs) Okay, I've got some stats. You'll be surprised to know. The UK was expected to spend a staggering £85 in 2023 during the Christmas season, making it one of the busiest shopping periods. With promotions, discounts and seasonal marketing in full swing, misconceptions about consumer rights often arise. We are here to guide you through understanding your rights when it comes to returning unwanted gifts, purchasing gift cards and snagging deals during the January sales. I don't think we're going to do much on the January sales, but we might do some at the very end. I don't know yet. So the average UK household will spend £550.00 on festive goods and services that includes food alcohol toys games and clothing now that is an increase of 70 pounds from last year so quite a lot of money that is quite a lot of money That's a
1: huge say, amount of money
0: i spent a lot of that a lot more than that because of my boiler breaking down and my oven breaking down but i suppose that doesn't and include f- festive things but hey your
1: cheese habit i think your cheese
0: habit cheese and wine habit which and has got to go wi- has gone out the window in january of consumers started their Christmas shopping in October.
1: I finished mine by the middle of November, pretty much. Smart ass. It ruins Christmas if you have to think about presents.
0: I was in town on Friday, I think Friday the 22nd I was doing my last bits. Which is fine. That's what it's all about. It's all about the last minute rush. I love the last minute rush. 47% of consumers planned on spending less this year than last year, with only 4% planning on spending more.
1: I want to say people actually spent less. I went. Yeah. I I thought said I'm going to spend less. I don't think I actually did.
0: No, I think I, 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 think I, don't I
1: bought know. things that were better, but I don't think I spent less.
0: Okay, I did
1: mindlessly buy, but I think I spent. I don't think I spent any less.
0: Say like some of the, some of some of the stuff that. I mean, Harry, my eight-year-old, just, just I just feel like they're just spoiled. And every single child I saw was just spoiled. There's so much stuff. Why?
1: We we work really hard for our children to have some sort of privilege, and then we get really irritated by the privilege. And we're, they're not grateful enough, I know. And then it's, it's quite disgusting when you think about it from a consumer perspective because there's so many poor people out there that aren't able to do that. So, yeah, getting your children to understand that's difficult.
0: Really difficult all they do is open the presents and move on to the next one. For God's sake, just take some time, people.
1: It's it's all about about speed. It's all about volume and speed when it, when my, it comes. Floss is better than Bert, Bert's is volume and speed. Get through them as quickly as possible. Some of that is anxiety as well about what if he doesn't like it? How does he react? So he moves really quickly, like rapid. (laughs) 44%
0: uh 44% of all Christmas retail sales will be made online with a th- further 30% being made in store at places at supermarkets places like the supermarkets that we know and also the discount retailers like B&M bargains and the range those kind of places so 30% of all sales of all Christmas sales were made in those shops that's quite that's quite amazing
1: quite a lot yeah
0: and lastly generation z Is it Generation Z or Generation Z? What's the American one? One of them is the American one. Z. Whatever. Is planning to fork out the most on Christmas gifts with an average spend of £828 each? Someone's in with a bit of money, aren't
1: they? So you just said 96 to 2010 is when those people are born. So they are 16 years younger than us. How have they got any money? I haven't got any money.
0: It's because they all live at home and don't spend any money on mortgages <laughs> and rent and children True. and responsibilities. And yeah, and ovens and ovens boilers, boilers.
1: And yeah. eight-year-olds. Ugh. And eight-year-olds, yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn kids, my I life remember. choices.
1: Damn all of my life choices. I'm regretting all of them right now.
0: <laughs> I remember disposable cash. I remember oh, it. God. I do
1: do so you? I don't. I think it was too no. long time ago now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So then we're we'll going to start with basic consumer rights. Let's start by understanding the foundation of consumer rights during Christmas. The Consumer Rights Act 2015 is the key legislation that outlines the statutory rights retailers. You're going to have to dissect this. The statutory rights retailers must honour when selling goods to consumers, and we bang on about consumer rights constantly. Lou, can you give me some of the basic rights that this act gives us?
1: Right, so you talk about statutory rights. So basically, these are your rights that you have whenever you buy anything. Any goods that you buy must be of satisfactory quality, fit for purpose, and as described. If they don't hit those three things, satisfactory quality, which is subjective, independent on the item, fit for purpose, so the, the particular purpose for that, that that item has been made for, or a specific purpose that you have stipulated, or as described, then you would be entitled to a refund, a repair, or a replacement, and that's dependent on how long you've had the, the goods for.
0: Okay, now we're buying Christmas gifts over Christmas. Now what if we bought the gift in October? Because we saw that a lot of those people were starting to buy gifts in October. Does that affect their rights when they're buying gifts? How how long do they have to return those those gifts?
1: Right, if they're faulty, you've got up to six years to okay. action your consumer rights. Yep. Um if they're not faulty and you've just changed your mind or oh, for example, you bought I bought you something and it didn't fit because you are cheese man.
0: <laughs>
1: a little bit tight now um you don't actually have a, any rights to get your money back and um, you have no rights to get your money back if you change your mind it doesn't fit it's only if something is faulty so not a satisfactory quality not fit for purpose or not as described but lots of retailers and online retailers will will allow you to extend that because of the christmas period and some will provide things like a gift receipt that you can give to that person so i buy you a top that's too or trousers that a belt, whatever's going to be too tight for you right now. I um, will give you a gift receipt so everything. you can then everything so you can. Then I
0: can't get my headphones on.
1: <laughs> my headphones, my gloves, my gloves are too tight. <laughs> I'm to have sausage fingers right now. Um, you can, your, your, if you get a gift receipt, so you would be able to take it back rather than getting me to take it back because I'm the one that's bought it.
0: Yeah, perfect. And so how does that change when you're online? So, again, we saw 40% of it was all sales was online. Are there any specific rights for online shoppers?
1: I don't think I went to a shop. I think I did mine all online. Yes, there are. So in relation to online shopping, your rights are exactly the same. The goods have to be of satisfactory quality, fit for purpose, as described. However, you have additional rights in the fact that you can return goods within 14 days of buying them if you do change your mind. So you can change your mind if you buy things online. And that's a fourteen-day cancellation for whatever reason you want. It doesn't have to be faulty. You don't have to actually give a reason about why you want to return the goods. You can just return them within fourteen days for a full refund and the put and the cost of delivery.
0: But again, we've got that we've got that problem that if you're buying online, you do have the fourteen days. A lot of these retailers will still provide a gift receipt if uh, if if they if you want one. Is that right?
1: It depends on the terms and conditions on that particular retailer, so you need to check that out with that particular organisation that you're buying from.
0: Okay, so within those 14 days, you can return it for whatever reason you want? Yes. doesn't matter if you just, it's just the fact that you don't like it. You just I don't like it. What's
1: I read an article today about how retailers are actually struggling with the number of returns because they have to pay for the cost of the return sometimes. Because in the terms and conditions from an online retailer, they can say you pay to return it, or quite often, they pay to return it. But People are using online platforms as like a changing room. So like you would go into a shop and you'd go into the changing room and you'd try something on. They're ordering lots of different sizes at home and then sending them back. So there's an on cost in relation to that. But obviously they want to ensure that consumers get choice and can try things on, try before you buy, all of those things. But a lot of people are just buying, say, for example, three different sizes, trying all their three sizes on, only keeping one the one that fits. So, yes, you can, in answer to your question, yes, you can return for any particular reason. And consumers are using that right to return more often, we're seeing at the moment.
0: So, are there businesses out there that don't honour your consumer rights? Yes, are there are, they are. Are they, And that's online and in even on the high street as well. We, we see those pop-up shops all the time, those ones that just turn up randomly four weeks before Christmas and then after Christmas they've disappeared. Yes,
1: yeah, so you can't take things back in, in those cases, or they might be selling faulty or unsatisfactory goods or unsafe goods or potentially counterfeit items, mm-hmm. fake, fake items. We use the word counterfeit, fake items. So yeah, you see those pop-up shops, same as online. So you could, you go to like sort of like pure criminality where people are selling fake goods or unsafe goods, which are breaking the law, or they could just not allow you to send them back if you change your mind or our, our particularly interesting podcast, she says on unfair terms, <laughs> Conditions oh, unfair contract terms. Oh my god! Even I was bored listening to that. Uh, <laughs> unfair contract terms. Not all, not all online retailers or online organisations will will be compliant with the unfair contract terms. Their, their their terms might not be fair, so they might not be able to. So, not all companies will be legally compliant. So, they will not all <laughs> adhere to the legislation. They might not know what the legislation is. Some of it might be innocent.
0: Yeah, yeah, they might just be ignorant to it.
1: Oh, no, no, it's ignorant. There's Ignorance is
0: no defence.
1: No, it's not. But also, you've got to think. So, if you're a small, if you're a small enterprise, the, the 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 legislation is particularly complicated. we try and debunk it for consumers to try and put it in an easy to understand language. But also, it's really applicable to business and and small businesses as well. Because if they know what a consumer's rights are, they know what they have to do. It's very complex for people. So again if you're trying to make money and run a business, you might not you might miss some things. So again it's give that opportunity provide the advice. Hopefully businesses would then come into compliance, but you do get some out and out rogues, but those ones can be tackled by trading standards.
0: Okay, so Lou, you said you spoke about counterfeit products just there. If someone's purchased something that is fake or counterfeit, they have the legal right to refund it. Is that correct?
1: Well, the the likelihood is if you've bought something fake fake counterfeits, the same thing, they're, they're being sold to you by criminal. So they're not going to necessarily be worried about cancellation rights and giving you your money back. They might be. I know before, I think when, I've, when people have bought things on online auction sites and you call out the seller on the fact that something's fake, they do refund you quickly because they don't want you to leave a niggie review. So it's always worth going back to whoever you bought it from first to see if you can get your money back.
0: But it also might be that, like you were saying before, that this might be a, a small medium business that have bought some products off. Oh. <laughs> website from somewhere in another country and it turns out that these products are fake they don't necessarily know that and they've sold that and therefore they should honor that refund they will honor the refund
1: well they will honor the refund but they shouldn't be selling the goods it's a crime no committing a criminal offense and also if you're buying a whole bulk load of stuff and then you haven't looked at it to see what you're actually selling there's an issue around due diligence there
0: so it's not merely about getting a refund counterfeiting is illegal, right? Yeah,
1: report it. If you buy something and it's fake, you need to report it to Trading Standards via the Citizens Advice Service so that we can gather that intelligence to do something about it.
0: Okay, so what role does Trading Standards play in all of this?
1: Trading Standards are run by their local authority and they have legal enforcement powers to take action against companies that would sell counterfeit goods. But we need the, as Trading Standards Officers, we need the information and the intelligence to be able to understand where this stuff is being sold so that we can take the right action, which is basically you speak to the company first and say, look, you're selling counterfeit goods, and then obviously look at and carry out an investigation to see whether or not those companies need to be prosecuted. We don't do as much counterfeiting as we used to because the brand holders do a lot of it as well.
0: So if you find someone that's selling counterfeit products, you should report it to Citizens Advice.
1: Yes, yeah, Citizens Advice.
0: Which in turn reports it to training standards.
1: Yeah, for a referral. But also you'll find a lot of this. We work quite closely with the brand holders as well because the brand holders take their own actions as well because obviously it damages their brand if people sell counterfeit uggs nikes whatever those things are it damages their brand so they're quite forthright in taking action I'm but it's also not just about a. fake goods it's not just about fake goods it's about unsafe goods about poor quality goods it's about legitimate businesses suffering so there's it a knock-on effect to it and it's not just about and we've talked about this before it's not just about counterfeiting it's about it it funds other organized crime which is far more sinister brought that down a little bit didn't lead. I managed to bring that down
0: you did uh
1: you were gonna you were just going to say Adam you went to a
0: so I went to a lockup for I won't say the local authority and but it's one that is on a on the edge of the country coastline that's it that's what I'm looking for edge edge of a country edge of the country and I went to their lockup, and they had seized honestly there was just rows and rows and rows of bags of ba- bags full of counterfeit products it was vapes it was electronics it was um iphones there was fake cigarettes or yes. counterfeit cigarettes uh, it was and i was like this is amazing i mean the i i reckon the amount of the worth of that, those products that were there probably ran into the millions. It was insane, the amount of stuff that they had seized.
1: Well, it's like the counterfeit vapes are more sinister because you don't know what's in them. The counterfeit cigarettes as well, you don't know what's in those. We've seen this counterfeit booze. We've seen vodka with things like arsenic in it. And actually, the, some a, one girl got really poorly from drinking counterfeit vodka. So let's say it's not just like about a counterfeit Gucci handbag. It's There are some more sinister counterfeit items, like batteries mm. that blow up charges that cause house fires all those sort of things so yeah we just need to be aware of it and report it so that we can from a trading standards perspective we can then make the decisions about what happens
0: I remember in our in our younger days I remember getting hold of some cheap vodka and it being absolutely disgusting I'm pretty sure we called it Chernobyl vodka it was I
1: remember buying vodka. three bottles of wine in the video shop and you went to get a video, and you went to rent a video, or rent three. Yeah, videos. I know,
0: I know exactly the way. Do you know you mean? like
1: three bottles for like a teller? No, not even Eastbourne. When I was in London as well, like three bottles for a teller, which was totally counterfeit, fake wine. You could buy three bottles whilst you got. It wasn't even DVDs, was it? It'd be like VHS.
0: <laughs> but there was also one down by. Do you know that little news boy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You used to be able to get three bottles of wine for eight quid yeah, in there. And that, um, yeah. that was when we were that was when we were twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. They 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 they're not that's it's disgusting. A bit wine. That's, and
1: that's what I mean. Like so yeah. we we used to buy I was in like right in South East London and we'd get three bottles for a tenner. Yeah. Video in the video, terrible, in the video shop which probably didn't even have a license with your VHS. <laughs>
0: that's how old we are. Christmas gifts sorted. And know everyone knows exactly what their rights are at Christmas. What about the January sales? Shall we debunk some common misconceptions around sale items, gift cards, delivery issues that often lead to confusion? What can you tell us about this kind of stuff, Lee?
1: Well... So one of, the, one of the, the myths is that people don't shop in January, they do, because there's sales on. So people buy a lot of stuff in the sales in January. And also people buy things like, they we all sort of start on those New Year's resolutions, don't we? So we need new gym gear, we need some new gym equipment, and some of those bands. So.
0: I've been on I've been on to the NICAP, the 50% off sale, What's and got have? myself some new gym gear. It currently doesn't fit me, but it will do
1: soon. <laughs> It's an aim. It's like your mission, hang it up next to your weight chart so that you can like aim to get in it. It's like your skinny jeans that you had at university that you have to try and get back into. But like people are buying things in the sale. So sale items, again, so your rights are exactly the same with sale items. You don't get any, le- any less rights when you buy something in a sale. So it still has to be satisfactory, quality, fit for purpose as described. The only time that this is affected is if somebody points out something, like a defect, and you buy it regardless. You cannot then claim... That that defect it means it's not fit for purpose or not a satisfactory quality. Also, if we're on close inspection you should have seen the defect, there are some issues around that as well. But let's just go with the fact: if someone points something out, like oh that's got a dent in it, and you still buy it, you can't then claim a refund for the dent. Okay, but your rights are the same with sale items, gift cards. Um, so be mindful of the expiry dates because they're subject to their own terms and conditions. And look about think. Obviously, we are in a situation where we are in financial hardship a lot of the time, so some companies could be not in existence so just ensure that you're checking that out in case a retailer is facing financial troubles and then if you're talking about delivery issues the item has to be delivered to you like all your safe space if you put a safe space in it has to be delivered to you they can't it's no good for them going Oh, i just decided to deliver it to adam or to my neighbor without me agreeing them doing that that means it hasn't been delivered to me so I can get my money back. It's not my responsibility until it's been handed to me or put in the place that I've specified.
0: So in terms of protecting yourself during this time, it's probably a good idea to make sure you keep all the receipts. I'm going to say check the returns policy, but I'm pretty sure people might not do that. And use secure payment methods.
1: Yeah. And and look at the consumer website. So for example, so I bought something in the sale this week. I bought a, um, a mirror for Florence's room, and I went onto a well-known online. I went onto a well-known company, and actually, what they were doing—they're selling like for another company. So this, so you can then click onto those particular websites and buy from Source, which means you get it cheaper as well. So and then you look sure at their. You can say the
0: company, Lou? I'm pretty sure you can. We're not the BBC. We, I'm pretty B&Q. sure you can sell it. It's, it's
1: BQ. <laughs> <Okay>. It's b <B&Q. laughs> And then BQ are selling it on behalf of. And then you can click on the particular organization's website. I went straight on there and bought it from source. Got it cheaper. And I checked their terms and conditions. Um, the delivery was free. When we say terms and conditions, we're not expecting people to trawl through like 20 pages of like the um, cookie policy and all of that law. What we're literally looking for is how much are your delivery costs? How much is it to send something back if there's a cost incurred? And actually, can you return Are they giving you rights to return the item? That's what you're really looking at. And how long are they giving you? Because whilst it's 14 days, they might give you more than 14 days. They might give you 30. And that would be dependent on those particular terms. Also, like you said, always pay by a secure method. Pay on a credit card or on PayPal so that you get those additional protections and also, if you're unsure, do the checker website to check that the website is legitimate.
0: So, checker website on Get Safe Online, yep. fantastic resource to use to check a website to make sure you can trust to trust that purchase. Yeah, we always recommend that you pay by credit card if you can, because you're covered. You gives you some extra protections under Section 75. For more information about that, we do have a wonderful podcast on Section 75. It's in Series Two, I think. I'm pretty sure it is. And if you pay by credit card, debit card, you do have options for the chargeback scheme. There's also, if you pay by PayPal, there is a dispute resolution centre, as there is on eBay. And most platforms will have some form of resolution centre. Thank you, Louise. I think that's going to, that wraps it up for our first podcast of 2024. Thank you very much for um, being here today with me. It's lovely to see you again.
1: Well, I know, because I'm amazing. <laughs>
0: okay fine fair enough no always
1: fun always fun
0: (laughs) and that's it Uh, we are back again in two weeks next podcast is going to be one on retrofitting and certifying the products that you have when you get your stuff retrofitted when you get your home retrofitted all very exciting Uh, As ever, like, subscribe, follow us on social media, do everything you can to help get our message out there. That would be great. Thank you very much. And a big happy new year to all our listeners for 2024.
1: Bye. This is Consumer Friend.